Across the Netflix stream, I'm Ward. This is your resource for Netflix. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Twitter, and Facebook. Cross the Netflix stream. Contact us. Let us know what you think, what you've seen, and what we should see. Go to our website to find all of our older episodes, written reviews, and Netflix news. Cross the Netflix stream.com. The best and worst movies of 2017 year-end review. I posted so many movie reviews this year, I lost count. I know there's one week early in the year where I watched 12 movies in one week, and I'm not even sure how I did. I did watch 247 total movies this year. Most of those movies got a review on my site, not all of them. But here are my top 19 and bottom 7 picks for this year. This is based simply on the movies I watched this year, not on what was released this year. And I don't, it's not, I don't do a top 10 or a bottom 10 or a 5 or whatever. I just have a certain bar of quality I set for things I watch. And if you hit that bar that I consider top tier, you make this list. And this year, 19 movies hit that bar. And there were seven movies that just did not meet the minimum standard for quality. Now, I frequently forget to catalog the best scenes in movies during the year, but I would say The Conjuring 2 Nun Scene does stand out. On to my list, the top 19, and this is in no particular order. It's basically chronologically based on what I watched and when this year. But Atonement 2007 movie, 13 years, 13-year-old Bryony changes the course of several lives when she falsely accuses the son of her family's servant and her sister's lover of rape. This is one of those movies that just does everything right. It's an incredible movie. Everyone should. It's everything a movie should be. It tells a sweeping story that makes you feel something while being completely engrossing and deserving of all praise. It's bleak and depressing, but powerful, aided by brilliant cinematography. Each frame, each shot is framed with purpose. It's the opposite of a romance movie. In this, two lovers are continually separated while Bryony lives with the guilt of one fateful Beauty and the Beast from 1946, the original title is La Belle et la Bête. A young woman is kept prisoner by a mysterious beast that wants to marry her. This may be the best example of a fairy tale translated to a live action film. It's a beautiful black and white film that's well made despite the low budget and social unrest of the time. And yeah, I frequently, I just can't get into older movies, but man, this movie... It captured that magic of fairy tale came to life. I was really impressed. The Ice Storm from 1997. Set in the 1970s, two dysfunctional upper-class Connecticut families escaped their lives through alcohol, adultery, and sexual experimentation. While it's a dour movie, it captures people phenomenally well. This is an Ang Lee movie, and you know what? I've become an Ang Lee fan. This has great direction, and the writing is also and draws parallels between adults and children. They're both trapped, searching for an escape. The difference is that adults don't have anyone to admonish them. This has a distinct charm, great imagery, and it's set against an incoming ice storm. Why can't these characters find happiness? The Life and Death of Colonel Blimp, 1943. The story of Major General Clive Wincandy as he rises up the ranks of the British military. Amazing movie, and it is definitely a classic, well-deserving the title. We start with a blustery old general, and the movie shows us how he became as such through his military service, friendships, and loves. It's quite a transformation that brings the movie full circle, sprawling sentimental story, featuring great acting and direction. This is how you tell a story. Sully from 2016, based on the true story, pilot Sully Sullenberger became a hero after landing a plane with two blown engines on the Hudson River, saving all passengers and crew. Great script knows exactly what to do and when. It focuses on the event and the captain, Sully, without getting bogged down. It's intense, heartfelt, and vindicates Sully from the suits that weren't there 
that think you can simulate a life or death situation. Incredible movie that hits the right note. Children of Men from 2006. In 2027, a former activist agrees to help transport a miraculously pregnant woman in a chaotic world where women are infertile. What a great movie. It's got a dystopian story with unique twists. Everything else builds on the story with amazing sequences of war, tense chases, and great story arcs. It's a movie I wanted to watch again as soon as it ended due to that depth. It explores war, immigration, and religious symbolism without intruding upon the main story. The Godfather, 1972. Michael Corleone assumes control of his family's organized crime syndicate from his aging father, Don Vito Corleone. The Godfather. Is this the greatest movie ever made? Yes. It is the epitome of film. It does everything a movie should while exploring an unknown world. It's expansive and sprawling, creating riveting characters with a smart script, and the dialogue is sharp. We delve into the world of crime, and it feels real because it focuses on the characters, a family drama with very high stakes. It's a reason it's become ingrained in pop culture. It presents some of the best anti-heroes ever to grace the screen, and nearly all the lines of dialogue are worth quoting. From the story to the acting and directing, it doesn't miss a beat. Absolutely incredible. Workmeister Harmonies from 2000. A circus featuring a giant whale and a mysterious man named The Prince arrive at an isolated village and incite violence. This is a film buff type movie because it's not typical by any means. Scenes start before the action often continue after. It's in black and white and it looks like a movie from the 50s. Scenes with a single character and a giant stuffed whale achieve depths that movies with two humans just can't reach and I'm being completely serious. It is haunting, mesmerizing, it depicts a city and its inhabitants where frustration erupts in violent fashion. We see through the eyes of Janos, the movie's imbued with a tenderness and amount of care you rarely see. The score by Mahaly Vig is amazing and I couldn't help but continue listening to that main song throughout the credits and after amazing movie and i can only try to explain why it's just something about it hacksaw ridge 2016 world war ii american army medic desmond t doss became the first man in american history to receive the medal of honor without firing a shot he refused to touch a weapon serving during the battle of okinawa a great war movie that borders on too visceral for the violence, but the courage and constitution of Desmond Doss is nothing short of impressive. With a fair amount of setup, the payoff at Hacksaw Ridge is a riveting experience. It's a grand scale, and it looks good with some neat cinematography. Filled with more than a few great scenes, a side performance from Garfield does not hurt. Moonlight from 2016. Moments in the childhood, adolescence, and adulthood of an African-American gay man growing up in a rough neighborhood of Miami. Few movies capture such emotion and introspection. It's a small movie with a big impact. Conversations are a little more than a few words. Hold your interest hostage. This movie trusts the viewer to pay attention and the actors to convey emotion. This leaves a lot to speculation, but doesn't leave anything unanswered. It's about a guy just trying to find his way in the world and how small moments feed larger ones, dictating the trajectory of one's life. Silence 2016 In the 17th century, two Portuguese Jesuit priests traveled to Japan in an attempt to locate their mentor who is rumored to have committed apostasy and to propagate Catholicism. The movie is incredible. It's directed by Martin Scorsese. I mean, that alone is enough. The story explores religion and what it means to be merciful. The paradox faced by the characters is whether it's right to deny your religion to save others and yourself from pain and torture. The imagery is great, it's stunning, and while it could be called slow, this is a movie that pushes you to ask questions instead of watching moving images. Lone Star 1996 When the skeleton of a former sheriff is found, 
Sheriff Sam Deeds unearthed secrets about his father and others in a Texas border town. Slick editing and structure reinforced concurrent stories that span two generations, intertwined but fully developed. The writing is impressive, a mystery ties everything together, but this also explores legacies from one generation to the next. The mystery is the spark that reveals the past and forces characters to confront it. Every action comes back around by the end. Every scene has meaning and purpose, and that's rare even in a good movie. The Lego Batman movie in 2017. Batman vows to solely vanquish the Joker once and for all, but ends up adopting a son in the process and learning a little bit about family. With an incredibly clever script, fully entertaining for kids, but meticulously crafted to entertain adults. The script exploits the common Batman and Joker foibles, breaking down who Batman is and his character flaws. The movie is insightful, but always entertaining. It's rare for a movie to work so effectively on multiple levels. The Lego Batman movie does it effortlessly. Kubo and the Two Strings, 2016. A young boy named Kubo must locate a magical suit of armor worn by his late father in order to defeat the vengeful spirit of his grandfather. The stop-motion animation is beautiful. It's an absolute work of art. Coupled with an intimate story, the quality of this movie is off the charts. The way the conclusion handles the bad guy is unlike anything I've ever seen and very tough. This is a great movie that crafts each scene to create a visual and emotional... Snowden, 2016. The NSA's illegal surveillance techniques are leaked to the public by one of the agency's employees, Edward Snowden, in the form of distributed documents to the press. Amazing movie. The story alone is staggering, and the film is expertly crafted. I'm sure it's dramatized to a large degree, but I've watched Citizen 4, and the big plot points are all correct. This provides a great sense of the dots connecting, even if Snowden doesn't realize it's all building to Blade Runner 1982. Former L.A. cop takes on a job as a Blade Runner, pursuing and terminating four cybernetic replicants who stole a ship in space and returned to Earth to find their creator. It's an undeniable classic. From its portrayal of futuristic L.A. and noir style to the ultimate question of what it means to be human, the success of this sci-fi movie relies on all the parts coming together perfectly. The cast is excellent and the visuals remain striking. The question that remains is, is Deckard a human or a replica? Blade Runner 2049 and 2017. A young Blade Runner's discovery of a long-buried secret leads him to track down former Blade Runner Rick Deckard, who's been missing for 30 years. Engrossing movie that builds upon everything Blade Runner 1982 did. While it completely stands on its own, seeing the original adds a lot of value. I like the way the mystery and revelations unfold better in this as it focuses on what purpose and meaning add to life. This isn't just asking what it means to be human, but what it means to be alive. You could freeze any frame and have a gorgeous image. Care and detail is apparent in every aspect of the film, and the world just feels bigger as we explore outside of L.A. too. As I watched this, I thought, surely, it can't be better than the original. But I have to conclude it is. I did just see the original too, so this isn't recency bias. 2049 is a fantastic movie that manages to expand on the themes of the original while not being a copy. Its approach is completely engrossing. And you Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back, 1980. After the Rebels are overpowered by the Empire and their newly established base, Luke Skywalker begins Jedi training with Master Yoda. His friends accept shelter from a questionable ally as Darth Vader hunts them and plans to capture Luke. Episode five is much darker than Episode four, but it has a focus on action that keeps the pacing tight. I like it more than four because it also firmly establishes the characters and their motivations while correcting some of the shortcomings. The characters have a real sense of fear and the tension remains high. There are more than a few iconic scenes and lines of dialogue. The creativity and craft of Star Wars is always impressive. The designs of the machines and characters endure, as does the imprint of this series. This is the rare sequel that surpasses the original. It also looks good. The cinematography is a step above, and it should be. There are some great sets. It's been many years since I've seen this, 
and I just should have forgotten how good it was. Coco 2017. Stymied by his family's ancestral band on music, aspiring musician Miguel ends up in the land of the dead searching for a way out and a means to play music. Incredible movie that packs an emotional punch and a well-crafted story that explores fame, family, and ambition. Pixar is a master at imbuing scenes with feeling and emotion. That and making a movie that entertains adults and children simultaneously. Miguel is chasing his dreams inspired by celebrity, but he discovers that celebrity unscrupulously got to the top. It's a story that kept me engrossed, but this has enough humor and impact to entertain everyone. That is the top of 2017. Let's look at the bottom seven of 2017. Coin Heist. 2017, four teens plan to break into the U.S. Mint and steal $10 million in an effort to save their high school. The premise is thin. The characters are cliched. There's never a sense of urgency, a fear of failure, despite a few feeble attempts. This isn't a movie. It's an outline for a movie. Someone forgot to fill in the details for the character development and the twist in the plot. There's nothing driving that movie. The Girl on the Train, 2016. Rachel, still recovering from a divorce, becomes entangled in a missing persons investigation, the neighbor of her ex-husband and his new wife. While Emily Blunt does a great job in the role, the story falls rather quick. It's set up her character as crazy, then provides a silly explanation as a lackluster conclusion that makes up very little that makes very little sense if you think about it at all. Sleepless 2017, a cop playing both sides of the law makes a deal with a nightclub owner to recover his kidnapped son. This feels a lot like a Jean-Claude Van Damme 90s action movie with poor plot and thin characters. But Sleepless unfortunately has fewer splits and leg kicks. This follows the rule of cool whether it makes sense or not, but it's not even that exciting. It completely fails at being cool. The consistent lack of logic is agitating. It keeps a quick pace. It keeps a quick pace and the lack of building <sighs> can't get that line out. I can't get that thought out. It keeps a quick pace, but there's complete lack of building Jamie Foxx's character. A few scenes that provide an insight into the protagonist would have helped build tension, but this is a shallow film with stupid characters that make illogical choices. Lucid Dream 2017. This is a Korean language film. An investigative journalist tracks his son, abducted three years ago, through the use of lucid dreaming technique. While the dream sequences make this unique, it also makes me wish this had the fantastic design and scale of Dream's Inception. Stripping the dreams from this makes it more logical, but also robs it of any attempt at excitement. This is a bland mystery movie dressed up with sci-fi. The Leisure Class 2015. Debonair Englishman William is about to marry Fiona, an East Coast senator's daughter, but William is really a con man and his ruse begins to unravel when his brother shows up at the wedding. This story is terrible. Imagine Wedding Crashers, but take away the comedy, charismatic actors, interesting plot points, and anything else you consider good about Wedding Crashers, and you'd be left with this. It is incredibly derivative, and you'll swear you've seen a movie just like this before. Pairing a slick con man with his obnoxious brother is a tired concept and made worse when that's all this movie has to offer. All the big production arguments were inconsequential, the director's, in, the director's adequate, which is a surprise. Um, yeah, I watched this after watching HBO's Greenlight television series. Really enjoyed the series, and I just felt obligated to watch this movie after seeing all the behind the scenes, and I was none the better for it. Naked from 2017. Marlon Wayans plays Manchild Rob, who wakes up naked in an elevator an hour before his wedding. He scrambles to reach his destination, only to discover that he's reliving the same hour over and over and over again. Incredibly derivative. Naked has no ambition, content to recycle tired jokes and pull out random subplots as needed to prop up the story. It's Groundhog Day stripped of nuance, feeling, and intelligent writing. It's bad on its own right, but being a lazy ripoff makes it all the worse. There are many, many, many time loop properties done so much better. 
The Comedian from 2016. Aging insult comic Jackie Burke played by Robert De Niro. Best known for his Eddie, decades ago on Eddie's Home, books middling gigs, trying to make ends meet. There's just no reason for the movie to exist. You could take it in so many directions. A comedian that's been left behind by life and technology, an out-of-work actor trying to shed his typecast image, or even how stars are exploited and forgotten. Instead, the movie does nothing. Jackie isn't after something. He doesn't want anything. He has no point other than to fill space on the screen and deliver roasts that are not worth the words you. And that is my top and bottom list of 2017. Go to our website, crossthenetflixstream.com. This is your portal to find us on social media, our written reviews, news, previews, and videos. You can email me directly, ward at crossthenetflixstream.com. Go to iTunes or your preferred podcast player. Rate this, review it. I would appreciate it. I watch movies on Netflix so you don't have to.